De facto podcast is privileged to have been founded on Wadjuk Noongar land. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land and express our sincere gratitude for their ongoing guidance as we work in their community. Right. Are you already recording? Okay, cool. Um, ready to start? And... Hello and welcome back to another episode of De Facto where we discuss a nine to five kind of relationships in another podcast literally no one asked for. I'm Nicolette. I'm Kate. And also a big shout out and hello to producer Lainey. Hey Lainey. What's up? <laughs> Lainey's whose laptop is not yet with us. Yes. So we are still missing an episode but we will get the episode to you before the end of this season. Fingers crossed. All goes well. It will. I'm manifesting it. Yeah. Lovely. Now, Let's give uh, a huge uh, shout out to our sponsor today, who is... Who is... The Rottenest Channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. No, I'm prepared. We're very unprepared and today. And thank you, The Rottenest Channel, for, for, you know, sponsoring this episode because it's thank an important you. day. It's coming up on the weekend. Thank if you. you're not doing the swim, come over for the party, but don't get in the way at the pub, you know, pub well, only. Again, only. and I can't remember I complained about this last week, but... I think swimmers get direct they direct should. access to the pub afterwards. I don't want to wait in a line with all you povo bitches that didn't swim there. Especially if, A, you've got your hair and makeup done. Yeah. Now, nah. Get to the back of the line. No, nah, no. Nah. Because some of us have a goggle imprint that will not be fading <laughs> off before 11pm. And I do not want to be waiting behind the people that look good. <laughs> so jog on, swimmers first. Yes, thank you. And... When this comes out, we will have completed the swim. Yep. We, we will have made our crossing. We're aiming for a five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour crossing. Oh, sure. Yes, that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> I think that's what solos do it in. So, yep, we yes. can do that. And we'll with our level of training, well, exactly. we're going to get there. With Kate's nails. I've actually just got my nails done too, bright yellow, so you'll be able to see my fingers in the water. She'll be going. I'll lead the way. I'm taking my headphones off. I can't stand. Actually, no. I'm pu- I'll put the headphones back <laughs> put on. Put the headphones yeah. back on. <laughs> well, I'm a bit uncomfortable because I'm grumpy and I'm all over the shop. My emotions are wild today. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? T- take it away. I am good. <laughs> and I wanted to bring something up with you that I saw on Married at First Sight. And by saw a Married at First Sight, watched a video TikTok on it Yeah. after the episode came out. Don't have time for Is that. anyone actually watching Married at First Sight on TV or are we watching it via Lainey TikTok? Is. <laughs> okay, sorry. So no, then no. Lainey will know what back. I'm talking about. <laughs> So I saw this and I, I, to be fair, I haven't watched the rest of it, but I already know this guy's a dick. Don't know what his name is, but Lainey, you'll be able to fill us in when you, when I start telling the story. So one of the challenges is they have to order, they get a photo of every girl. Oh, I've seen this in previous <laughs> seasons. Yeah. So they get a photo of every girl and do they have to rank them A by, is it looks first? Yeah. So looks. Obviously, you know, not hard. You'd put your girlfriend first. You put them first. Your wife, whatever you want to call you, it. You lie if you need to lie. Yep. Even if they look like a foot, they go first. 100%. That's just what you do. You do it. This guy, you know, the first chick he picks up looks kind of like his wife, but just like a little bit more glam up. He's like, yeah, he's one you'd take to the boys and they'd be like, nice. And I was like, okay, weird. <laughs> anyway, puts the rest up there. And this guy is thinking like, the, he's thinking as if he's sitting like the hardest test of his entire oh, is he life. Oh, really like, pondering. He's like, oh, and then he's like rearranging. He's like, mm, mm, mm. Anyway, gets to his girlfriend. They do the, the wife's last. And he goes, and he kind of like holds it up to the first. And he's like, mm. <laughs> just like, anyway, I think he puts him first, her first between the first girl and the second girl, like just above. above, but in between them. And then he kind of looks at her and goes, nah, <laughs> and moves her further down. <laughs> and I was just like, 
not be serious. This guy's got to be taking the piss. But he wasn't. He was fully. And then I and then I turned it off after that. So I don't actually know what happened. But did you see that, Lainey? Lainey's here. <laughs> Lainey's here. Hello, He's mic'd up. His name was Shannon. Shannon. Is he the nastiest, nastiest one? I'm no, sure. that's Harrison. Is he oh. the long-haired one? No, no. that's Jesse. <laughs> okay, well, some, which one is he? Jesse was a Perth boy. Is Shannon the PT? Yeah. Oh, such PT vibes. As yeah, soon that- as I saw him, didn't know what he did, but I was like, you're a PT. Yeah. He's done even worse now, though. I did see um, videos of him saying that if his wife in the show was hotter, he wouldn't have gone back to his ex. Yeah, because he said he still loved his ex on the show. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it does not take a genius to work out that you don't say that shit. On live television. You're a fucking moron. But I would be I would be more embarrassed as these love experts that put them all together. Mm. Imagine having your name to these people <laughs> that you casted and then matched. Yeah. Because everyone knows like it's a piss take. Like no one actually think it's like properly like an experiment with these perfect people. Everyone oh. knows they're all just there for What do you mean? Oh, oh, sorry, did you? <laughs> I thought it's an experiment. Yeah, but it's an experiment, Nick. Yeah, but, like, they pick the worst people possible. I don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I was like, what? <laughs> Have you watched anything? <laughs> Your face. Holy fuck. <laughs> I was like, fuck, Kate. <laughs> Too much fucking emotional damage in her mom's relationships. These are all normal people. What do you I mean? thought he was a great guy. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, anyway, shit show. Got to keep watching it probably. This is what I think the tactic is in that in that activity where you rank them by looks. Number one, I don't think we should be ranking people by looks. Maybe they do. Maybe they word it as in them as a whole person, including personality. I, I don't know. But whatever. You put your person, you put them first. Always. You put them first. You put some people in the middle. Three quarters of the way down, you put the hottest person that you're what you think your wife might be most intimidated <laughs> yeah. by. You don't put them last because that's too obvious. Yeah, but you just put them maybe second last, third last. Yeah. So then they feel a bit more comfortable, yep. and then two on the end. Yeah. But you you don't think about it. You don't legitimately do what you're thinking yeah. in your head. This guy was doing like you could see the equations <laughs> going up in front of his yeah. mind. I never seen someone concentrate so hard on something. So I was like, all right, well. You're a tool. And the funny thing is the chick was just like just staring at him like, this guy's a fucking dickhead. Like she knows it as well, which is why it's so funny. She wasn't like crying about it, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um. So what's been going on? Actually, before we do that, what are we talking about today? Is what are we question? talking about today? I'll tell you. You tell us. The episode is called, scroll to the top of my notes, Um. and I want to add the sound effect to this, please, Lainey. Emotional damage. You know that sound effect? That's what I'd like to add. So the episode is called Emotional Damage. Um. Basically, what happens when you break up with your high school sweetheart? We wouldn't personally know because we've never done that, but <laughs> we know people that have exactly. done that. And so I think we're also going to talk about, mm-hmm, can you ever get over someone you've been with for 13 years? Followed by sex after that breakup, mm-hmm. so after a long-term relationship. And then the final point just says, I still love him. So we'll get, <laughs> we'll get into that. Can't wait to see what Kate still loves. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> So, how was your weekend? What happened apart from watching Married at First Sight on TikTok? Um, weekend was great. I went shopping in Claremont, met Kate there. It was lovely. Yes. Checked out a lovely little boutique. The best thing happened when we were shopping. The best. Possi- possibly the best experience of my entire life. Yes. I, I would wa- say top five experiences. Yeah. Yep. So, Kate, met up with Kate and then anyway, she went off. We split. I was looking for a unitard. <laughs> 
I didn't find one. Ah, shame. And then I was with my mum and then I was like, oh, there's said label. Let's go into that store. Walk in. I see to the left these donuts and cinnamon scrolls for free. For free. For free, sitting there on the counter. And, of course, you don't run straight into the donuts. you got to do a courtesy lap. <laughs> pretend. Absolutely. And then you go, oh, I, I didn't even notice the free donuts there. Anyway, at the end, we grab one. Oh, we grab two. Mum and I leave the store. Nana checks Kate, FYI, free do- Oh, no, I said, not a drill. <laughs> free food at the label. Mum and I are sitting on a park bench further down. Two <laughs> seconds later, I leave to see Kate springing across Claremont Corner. <laughs> With Will in tow. I was like, there she goes. Yep. And then I see her pretending to look at the clothes. And I messaged her. I was like, ah, yep. The old pretending to check it out before you get a donut. <laughs> and did you get a donut? Oh, they, they were so good. They, I, were, they, so were, the, good. they were the big juicy donuts yeah. and the big Sydney scrolls. Like they weren't stingy now. No. They were legit. I think they were like North Street store ones or something. They're mm. fucking great. So obviously I walked in, didn't even look no, at the donuts, didn't even pretend. acknowledge them. Uh, did a lap. Someone asked me if I needed a hand. I said, oh, I'm just perusing. <laughs> yes. Then I thought, actually, these dresses aren't expensive enough for me. Oh, well, exactly. You know, they're too cheap. They're almost too cheap, I'd say that. So I go to turn around and leave. Don't What? <laughs> Are you kidding? Cracked up a conversation with the young guy that worked with there. With the matching set? Yeah. So cute. He's so cute. So cute. Yep. Got my donut left. Did you get your sparkling water? Mum said, oh, it's hot outside. And he goes, would you like a sparkling water? Oh. And mum goes, no, no. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I will have one. So oh. then mum and I had our donuts, our sparkling water. We go to Trilogy, the furniture store. They offer us the champagne while we're browsing. And I said, is this how the Claremont people live? Because if so, I'm coming back here more often. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my, my little donut. Tough decision. I had to ask the guy's recommendation. Do I go for the Sydney Scroll or the Custard oh, Donut? It's tough. I went for the custard donut, went into cook eye with my sticky fingers and decided <laughs> to touch everything. <laughs> the girls there were not nice to me though. Yeah, they never are. I mean, not Lexi if you're listening. Love you. Yeah. Bye. The rest of them. I think because I look like a povo bitch, so they don't think I'm going to buy anything, which I'm only going to buy sale well, anyway, obviously. but they don't know that. Again, you can't go straight to the sale rack, courtesy lap. Courtesy lap. Then to the sale rack. Yes. Even though we all know what you're doing, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I did have a question for you, Kate. I want to ask you something about vibrators and men's feelings. Because this came up in conversation on the weekend. I'm so keen about this. And I just want to know, have you ever had someone be like offended if you're trying to use a vibrator while you're sleeping with them? Quick break. Just a quick hydration station. Um, no, I haven't had anyone be offended. But I think that's because I didn't bring it on them. Like I didn't just bring it on them in the moment and was like, let's use this. Yeah. I... Ha- would never use sex toys with a hookup. Mm-hmm. I've been hooking up for years, doing, doing the rounds, <laughs> hence this podcast. Um, but with partners, I've always like bought it up beforehand and mm-hmm. then also bought up like, oh, I didn't purchase this. This is purchased by next. Right. Like, we, we mm-hmm. you out. Would you care if I had used this with other people? Blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. Then when push came to shove, I was like, well, let's do the thing we discuss and I'll get it out and everyone seems fine. Yeah. I don't think there's an issue with it. No. I think there may be an issue if um, with uh, using one that you had u- used with a previous partner maybe. Mm-hmm. Like if you were in a relationship for a really long time and your ex bought it for you, then there might be like a bit like, mm, let's get fresh toys. But yep. I don't think there's any issues. I think – Do you think the- it's a, like an age thing? Because I think some younger guys might think of it as like – 
like almost like competition. Like, oh, I'm obviously not good enough. That's why you need to use that. Don't be intimidated by the sex no. toy. Think of it as, what is it? A companion, not a threat. Yes. <laughs> Something. Yes. And yes. Because I agree. Because I'm like, well, it's not you. It's just maybe the position or whatever it what, is. What was the discussion you had with your friends? Someone was saying that their partner, like initially, not anymore, but used to get really weird about her using it with during sex like yeah. just for her though like not on him mm-hmm. and he'd be like why do you need it blah 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 and, I, and then he'd get a bit offended or like a bit like emasculated by it maybe yeah. something like that but I mean everyone knows that you usually need a little bit of extra help or something or lots of women do well when your dick can vibrate we exactly. won't need it exactly and I think people think that it's going to be a replacement it's never going to be a replacement no. it's better so yeah well it's so true it is and it's all about female pleasure well exactly so, you Us know what, first. guys have been having it too too easy, yeah. too long. So, about time we, you know, yeah. add something to the mix. I think definitely in the mix, no problem. If if you need it all the time, it might make someone else feel a bit shit. But, like, be Depends better in bed. doing as well, yeah. Yeah, true. I have this little thing, it's like a little U-shape, and then one side vibrates and then the vibration carries through and you just like a hoink it in there, half yeah. inside, half outside. Works well for both people. Well, there you go. So... That's my tip for the day. Yeah. Don't I just reckon there's many, many a sex toys. Find something that you can both maybe use together, use separately, whatever you want. But I think you've got to talk to your partner first. Yes. Let him know. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kate, what did you do last night? I went to Harry Styles. She did. Uh, I would say um, became a fan yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry waits for no one. Well. I learned. <laughs> Harry waits for no one. What do you mean by that? Um, I don't know. My friend said it once yesterday. And you've gone for it. And I'm running with the saying, Harry waits for no one. And if you guys check um, actually the newspaper, you see Kate camping out <laughs> the night before for the Harry <laughs> show. my own wristband. <laughs> She's actually in that line at the front. So get the West Australian, you'll see her there. So a few things happened. We went to a dinner beforehand. I'm sorry, I just Fashionably stuttered. Fashionably late. I'm stuttered. Mm-hmm. I have half a brain today. Mm-hmm. I'm in overdrive. Went to dinner beforehand. Beautiful, lovely. However, the girl that walked us through the menu, <laughs> the, we look at the menu and it says smalls, medium, larges, dessert, mm-hmm. right? And it's got the options. She comes over, oh, would you like me to explain the menu to you? We go, yes. And she goes, okay, well, you've got the smalls, <laughs> <laughs> the medium-sized ones, mm-hmm. um, maybe have a break, and then you've got larges. <laughs> you were like, well, thank you so much. We like, tip her. <laughs> 20 buck we tip. We like, fucking what? <laughs> anyway, up the top it says, feed me 70 bucks. Feed me menu. Done. Sold. All of us mm-hmm. are like, yes, feed us. Mm-hmm. Um, 70 per person? Yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, Lotus. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So we all get our cocktails. We go with the feed me. Um, some food comes out. All of it was delicious, mm-hmm. beginning to end. Some food comes out. Then the head waiter who's running the show comes over and she was like, are you guys going to Harry Styles? We said, yes. And she said, well, you've ordered the female menu. That's a two-hour process. Oh. And we said, well, the girl didn't tell us this. No. Well, she didn't. So you need to hurry the food along. She was like, well, the kitchen's in overdrive, so we can't hurry the food along. And then Felicity, who's a big, actually a big fan, is stressing out. <laughs> anyway, she was camping. <laughs> the food comes and now we've, it like, we've had all this beautiful food and we're like, we're stuffed, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, whoa, fuck, when's dessert coming out? And another dish comes. And then another dish comes. Oh, my God. And then Claire has to step away from the table because she's too full and she just needs a moment. So she goes <laughs> to the toilet. Goes for a walk. When she's in the toilet, 
two more dishes come no, out. No, how many of you were there? Four. Five of us. And then she sits down and she's like, holy fuck, is there more, did more food come oh along God. the way? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, oh, at least you get bang for your buck. You got, we got bang for our buck. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. It was delicious. We had cocktails. The dessert came. That was really good. Um, do allow two hours for it. Okay. Anyway. Go to the show. We got there like literally five minutes before Harry came on. We were standing, but we were like right at the back, mm-hmm. which we could still see him. They'd actually set up the stage in like, had like the main stage and then kind of like a U around it. Um, I spent most of my time thinking about how the people in the middle of the U got there. That was my biggest concern mm-hmm. was like, what's the configuration of yeah, the stage? Yeah, how did they get in there? How are they going to the toilet? How are they getting their drinks? Well, exactly. Doesn't seem to be a gap in the stage. You know, that's what I was focused on. Not Harry. Not Harry. No. Anyway, we're standing at the back. It felt, the whole thing was great. It felt very safe, which mm-hmm. I liked. That, I think, is because only about 1% of the population was a white straight male that was there. Well. So everyone else was <laughs> the girls, the gays, the bays. And obviously that's really safe and inclusive. That is very safe. So yep. Love that, that was lovely. Harry came out. I have never heard a scream so loud in my entire wow. life. Like Has death, death curdling scream from the inner midst of all these girls' bodies just fucking That was the campers. Explode. Sure. It was hectic. They're true fans. No, it They just, would ride or die. The scream and this one lone person walks out. I was like, oh, underwhelming. Yeah. One with you. But anyway, whatever. Big fans. Great. People held up their signs throughout. He said, this is the part of the show where, where you all hang hold up your signs. And I'm thinking, I didn't get the memo about the no. signs. Did everyone else get the memo? Because- oh. <laughs> Where, were the, where was the memo? Everyone lifts up their son and he kind of like addressed a few people. There was this really, really cute kid, this boy who I think was about, he was 14 and he went to his first show, which I guess must have been a One Direction show when he was four. Oh, cute. And God, is that just, how old they are? Uh, yeah. It was just very cute. Um, Did he bring anyone up on stage? No one came up on stage. Uh, some chick had a sign that said, I've brought my husband with me all the way from Sydney. So I must have not been able to get... Tickets to the Sydney wow. show, gone to the Perth show. Anyway, Harry made the husband do a shoey. Oh. And what you've probably seen all over the news um, is that Harry did a shoey. Wow. But I want to clarify, it was a water shoey. Oh. So so what's the hype? Why did you? There why, was no beer in it, so what's the point? Why did you do a water shoey? I don't know. I thought it was weird. Maybe he's not allowed to drink on stage or something. Probably doesn't want to. He was running around. He would have been dehydrated. But what's the point of doing a shoey? Yeah. It's not booze. I mean, I could do a bloody water shoey. <laughs> anyone, Every... anyone can do a water shoey, bro. Yeah, just a it... sweaty taste of water. And then your water would taste like shoe. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, I saw it all over the news and I just wanted to clarify to Channel 10, if you're listening, well, to Perth Now, if It you're was water. The Daily Mail, it was water. You heard it here first. He also did Dara Brathwaite Horses. Yeah, that's random. Great. It was excellent. Best part of the whole show. Love that. He knows his audience, I'll give him that, because that's very Australian-themed. I love people watching, right? Sit there. So Maddie and I are both on the same side of the table because we're watching everything. Mm. Just Mm. look. Why don't you need to talk to each other? No. You could just watch. We did. So a few Perth, what do you call Perth? (laughs) Perth personalities. Who? Um, Was it me? No, it wasn't me. Um. I don't remember. I'll, I'll tell you after. Anyway. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, you don't get to know. Because, because, <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, they're not actually personalities. They're just people that like. You know. I know. She knows that we both like stories. 
<laughs> this guy comes up to us and just like you can tell they're coming straight for you. And I was like, oh fuck off, mate! Like he knows you're from de facto. You just try. Obviously, to enjoy night. I was like, I'm just trying to have a nice night with my friends. Yeah. Bald. I'd say Who over fifty. Flag number one. <laughs> I'm kidding. Probably up to my shoulder. Short king. Short king. Admire the confidence. Also, I was like, bro, why are you coming up here? Like, what do you want out of this? Do you want us to come join your mates and at your table? Are you literally just coming for a chat? No harm in that. But also, I don't want to make small talk with you. I'm just here with my friend having a drink. So he approaches. Comes up, starts chatting. And there's nothing, there's not a creepy dude or anything, but we're having a chat. We're nearly finished our wine. He's like, anyway, what are you ladies up tonight? And I was like, oh, we're just about to head into Freo and meet, meet our friends. Because I was like, that can be out. out. He was like, oh, where are you going? <laughs> and I was going, um... What's it called again? We're both like, um. And I was like, how can I not think of one place in Rio? And I was like, oh, La Cabana, like the Dago place. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Then anyway, he's talking about, it's like, oh, so you guys aren't from around here. I was like, no, we're north of the river. He's like, whereabouts? I was like, like, oh, Scarborough area, you know. He's oh, yeah, I used to have a place um. Not in Scarborough, but in Doubleview. I was like, oh, yeah, nice. He was, I sold it in um about 2002. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of like, sorry, like you sold his place in 2002. And now we're talking about it. I was like, bro, I was six. Do you not understand the age difference going on here? And one, I'm offended that he thinks that we would be in his league. <laughs> and two, I don't want to talk real estate with you. Then he goes, oh yeah, you know that old pub that used to be on the corner? What's it called? And I was like, if we're talking back to 2002, then no, I don't know what fucking old pub you're talking about, mate. Anyway, and then I was like nudging Maddie to finish their drink. She finished. I was like, oh, well, better run. See you later. And I was like, oh, just. The, the audacity of The men. audacity. Oh, I can't. And what if we didn't want to leave? We were planning on leaving anyway, but what if we just enjoy our night? And then you feel like a bitch being like, thanks, I don't want to talk to you now. But mm. then like, what do you say? Yeah. Like You say, you say fuck off, I think is the most polite well, way. I, I was know. about to say we're newly engaged. To me and Maddie, because he he, he he looked at the ring and then he started talking. And he was closer to Maddie, so I was like, "You're in it so alone, doll." He spotted the diamond and thought, "I've still got a chance." It, yeah, no, <laughs> I reckon he's like, "She's out, but she's in." So I was going to pull the lesbian newly engaged, yes. but he Les- didn't ask. It's like, damn, I that would have been pretty fun. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, hot topic: the official before strippers question mark because Zach was telling me that this guy he knows said is recently broken up with his partner and he said the reason was because she had a strict boundary about no strippers he went out with the boys one night they ended up a strip club for like half an hour at left and he was like didn't tell her she found out they broke up so mm. I was thinking a it's probably not just the strippers no you know how boys just tell you that and you're like okay let's unpack it and like he'd be like oh, what do you mean I'm like okay well a has he cheated on her with a stripper before because if so, that's probably one reason she doesn't want you going there. B, people just are weird about strippers sometimes. And C, maybe just if she doesn't want you going, maybe you just don't go. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on strippers? Um, I took up more as in a Bucks content. Context. Yeah, exactly. Let's discuss both. Okay. Gener- generally, I feel a bit uncomfortable about the concept of strippers, mm-hmm. regardless male or female, yep. as a whole me and Nicola went to this hell fucked up event one night about sex workers and it really traumatised yeah, me. Yeah, definitely traumatised me. And we thought it was well. going to be a really like sex workers, real work vibe, which was our position. Mm. And then it was sex workers talking and it was actually really traumatising. It was so quite traumatising. We came out more confused than what we went <laughs> in. So I'm still I, confused. I'm still confused about where we stand. Mm-hmm. I want everyone just to be happy and judgment free. Exactly. But, and safe. 
Um, but couldn't really give a fuck if my partner goes to the strippers at, for a Bucks party. Mm-hmm. Don't care. It's yeah. a Bucks party. Do whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want. At his Bucks party as well, whatever. Yeah. You know, you're going to be stuck with me forever, so probably get out there and enjoy it. Last year, buddy. Go on. Um, but just watching strippers, right? Like, it would be weird for me if I knew that they had, like, a private dance or a lap dance or a private room or something at a strip, like, with the strippers. I'd feel uncomfortable about that. Maybe if it's your bucks and, like, you're in a circle. You know how, like, when you go to the female ones, like, the bride gets up and the stripper kind of does a dance with Yeah, them. that's Something fine. like that. But I feel like going off. Except just the two of them. Just the two of nah, them. Nah, weird. dog. Yeah. Nah, dog. Nope. Don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a stripper at my friend's hen's party and literally we were not interested. Yeah, I feel like it's fun for a little bit and then... Yeah, we were all just chatting. We just wanted to catch up. Um, mm. His music was good. Um, but I feel like the novelty of a stripper kind of like, I guess, has worn off over the years as like maybe previously you hadn't had sex yet before marriage. And maybe. so he was like, oh, a penis. But now it's like, oh, this is not a penis. And yeah. they're all just as ugly as each other. Yeah. You know? And I hate that saying, like, last night of freedom. I'm like, you've been in a relationship for however many years. What do you mean last night of freedom? So we can't call your hen's party the last hoedown? Well, we can. But I just mean men can't. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, but would know. you ban them from going? I don't think I don't think I would ban them. Yeah. I think I would just communicate. Like, I think I, I would say it would make me feel uncomfortable outside of a, of, of a buck's scenario like if they just went on a friday night or something yeah if they yeah. were going all the time but maybe if it was like a, all the boys were like catching up and they just got hell went to a strip cooked club. and they all just went yeah i'll be like yeah boys yeah i know i i'm on the same page as that and i also reckon like there's only so much you can do if he wants to cheat on you will and that goes yeah. for anyone in yeah, any yeah, relationship yeah. like there's only so many boundaries and controlling things you can say to them they fucking will do it anyway so yeah i'm definitely under the impression of like um like you can't really control what someone else is going to do, but you can trust in yourself that you'll make the right decision yeah, if they do wrong by you. Yeah. So ban them, whatever. If they really want to go, they're going to go. So yeah. Do and it it's a bit of fun. Yeah. If if it's not and cheating. That's, I think if you know your partner's a real creeper and you're like, they're so creepy around strippers, maybe that's something more to unpack. Because I know a few people that I've heard of like Ed Bucks when like Zach's come home, he's like, like I was so weird. Like, Real creeper, real like predatory sort of towards the stripper when they have a partner. So I'm like, if you know your partner's like that, I reckon that's the kind of people that are like, no strippers. But I feel like the normal person would just be like, oh, cool, hey, like, bit of tits. <laughs> bit nice, of clits. nice, <laughs> nice clits. <laughs> Nips, yeah. tits and clits. Yeah, cool. Cool. Let's I'm so glad we're on the same it. page. Yeah, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> okay. Didn't mean to shout. All right. <laughs> this one, as we said, cue sound effect. Sound Emotional damage. Um, I would say this is a long lost lover kind of relationship. Oh, that's very deep. So deep. Um, obviously, don't have the same feelings anymore. Just to clarify. In the past. In the past. Right. So this, per- this story, <clears throat> we're going to call him. Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm calling him Jack. So we actually originally met in Exmouth. I went up to Exmouth um, when I was uh, doing my big six shifts in the Coral Bay pub. The Coral Bay pub, yeah. Shout mm-hmm. out. Shout out to the Huge. colleagues up there, big colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, went up and saw uh, my friend Davo, 
re-see episode one. Mm-hmm. Go back, listen to that. That's this, this is the person. Same person. <laughs> Everyone's connected. Everyone's connected. Um, and I just thought this guy was a really nice person. We had a day out on the boat with Davo, Jack, a couple of my other friends. Just thought it was lovely. Mm-hmm. Didn't think that much of it. My friend that then came with me afterwards planted the seed about how much of a good guy he was. Mm. She was like, he was so nice. He was so attractive but didn't know it yet, which is a great quality. Great quality. And he was lovely. So anyway, <laughs> I just hit him up afterwards and just was like, added him on a social media platform, fuck knows what it was, and said. LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> obviously LinkedIn. Um, and said, was wicked meeting you today. Enjoy the rest of your trip in Exmouth. Because I was going back to continue doing my big six shifts at the Coral well, Bay pub. Exactly. I didn't, well, I didn't really think I was going to see him again. Anyway, whatever. Fast forward to I've now done my six shifts. I've lived in the back of the wagon for however many months. I've followed Nicolette and Zach around on their trip. I've made mistakes. I've done it all. You've lived, laughed, and loved, loved and learnt. I've thrived. I've done it all. Come back to – come back to – Perth? Perth, sorry, someone, Connor, best mate, Connor just messaged us on Instagram, so shout out to you, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> he says, up the noise. <laughs> Big shout out to Connor. <laughs> Live recordings coming in up. Uh, anyway, so I come back to Perth and I go out in Fremantle and where did I go? Benny's. I went to Benny's. Obviously. And I'm in the line at Benny's, favourite place in the whole world, shout out Benny's. <laughs> this day, uh, Jack is in front of me in the line and he turns around and he's like, Oi, Kate. And I look at him. i got no idea who the fuck he is. I'm, I'm like, I'm like just blankly like, okay. <laughs> anyway, he's like, it's me, Jack. And I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We just caught up in the line, had a big chat. And, and then in my head I was like, damn, he's fucking hot. Nice. Good, like good, like hot. Yes, right. Anyway, the night continues. He's ob- I've gone and done my own thing. He's obviously gone and done his own thing. He slides into my DM, Love as it. you do. Um, <laughs> practically booty calls me, invites me over to his house and I put in quotation marks, offers me um, a glass of red and a pinch of weed. <laughs> <laughs> just, all right. Love that. Just a pinch. Just a pinch because that's all he had left. Well, and um you know, it was a great offer, but I turned it down. Uh, I, Unless know, it's a whole grab of weed, nah, not interested. Nah. Um, anyway, then we kind of just kept talking after that. I think the conversation started on Instagram. We kind of kept chatting. And then I think I – oh, I went out one night. Then I booty called him to the venue, to Benny's. So he showed up to vet, to Benny's. Oh, good on him. Um, and then I went home with him and it was – I slept with him, obviously. Oh, just went for a cuddle. <laughs> the sex was um, uh, the word I'll use: missionary. Okay. In, in its truth, truest, most basic, most. I love a missionary. <laughs> yeah, me too. But, but it has can, to be. Yeah, you can spice it up. You can. Yeah. It, it. It was not. It okay. was just. It just was. It is. It was what it was. Twas, it was missionary. Twist what it is. Anyway. Turns out he'd been in a really, 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 really long-term relationship with a girl that he had met when he was in year eight and continued all through high school oh, into right. mo- like early adulthood, adulthood. We're talking late 20s now. Wow. 
So the the when I found out the missionary, it made sense. It does yeah? You're right. That'll, that'll do that, it. It made so That's much. What all the sense. kids are doing? Um. Anyway, after that point, we kept hooking up. Mm-hmm. I think, and th- actually, I knew between hookups when he had slept with other people because things would get a little bit more exciting. Oh, maybe he's learning tricks. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, this is different. Pick that up for someone else. That's good. That's good. Because I wouldn't hear from him for a little bit, and then we'd hook up, and I'd be like, "Okay, you've doing been, his readings. You've been doing the. You've been out there in the world doing the stuff, reading the cosmopolitan. Very happy for him. Love I thought that. that's so good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Anyway, I went up to Exmouth for a week, and he was there, and we spent the whole week together. Mm-hmm. The whole week, we like slept in either either of each other's cars, whatever, like every mm-hmm. night. Spent most of the days together. I had some really beautiful deep chats, and like. As a fr- like, he was a friend. He's still, I'd say he still is a friend. He's a great guy. As a friend, like, excellent. But we're also sleeping together, so I got the feels, obviously, obviously, obviously. And then I left <clears throat> X Mouth, um, and we were like talking for months because he was like traveling around, and we were talking every week for months. And then he came to Perth, and we had dinner once, and then slow fade. It was a very quick fade from him. Oh, quick fade. fade. Out. So quick. Oh, do you reckon he got back with his ex? No. So <clears throat> we had dinner. So we had dinner for the last time. I had actually just started seeing the my, last supper. If you the will. last supper, it was the last supper. There was no twelve disciples. But there was Mary, <laughs> and there was a lobster. God, I guess I don't know whoever made Jesus. Whatever the fuck. Anyway, had dinner. I just started seeing my ex at the time. So it was, a for me, like it was a platonic dinner and I think it was for him as well. But we used to occasionally go out for dinners as friends mm-hmm. and just chat. And it was really nice. And then sometimes we'd sleep and together. And then you'd just hook up. Well, not after, <laughs> usually after dinners, no, we wouldn't. We oh. would just have like, like it'd be like he would have been like dating someone for a few months and I might have been dating someone else. And then we'd just have a dinner and just catch up. And then like randomly, maybe a couple of weeks later, we'd hook up. After he's uh, learned a few things. Yeah, after chat. he's learned a few things. And then, oh, we might just have dinner tonight. Love that. It was just a weird, like it was a friendship, but also with the side of sex. Do you Love know what I mean? Like a little. Little side salad. Little side salad of, yep. of sex, sexuals. Anyway, the sex got better over time. I fell in love with him in Exmouth. Um, my feelings were really, actually really strong. Like crazy <laughs> strong, but I didn't show it because I'm. Do you reckon I'm, that was because the time you met him or do you reckon just because he was a great person? Because he was a great person. He was, a, he was a really nice guy and he deserves the best. And I always like – and I knew other people that he knew and like I think other other people knew that I had feelings for him but I was always like he just deserves a really nice person that will look after him and give him the best. But I do think coming out of the 13-year relationship – That's tough. It's tough and that's what I wanted to talk about. So I think one of your questions was, can you have over someone you were with for 13 years? And I didn't know when I saw that question, I didn't know they got together in year eight. Right, I think that is a the sweetest thing I've ever heard because I know what, when you look at year eights, are you ever like, oh, they're going to be together for thirteen years or forever? No, you're like young love won't last. <laughs> so I think that's I don't think you ever be able to get over them. A because you're never going to have someone who knows you like that ever again. That's the thing. Like watching you literally from pre-puberty, <laughs> and they probably were together a few years before they even like freaking had sex or whatever. Well, I mean, you'd hope year eights aren't going at it, but. I just reckon that's a huge change in your life from year eight to your late 20s. And I can't imagine being with someone from that whole time. Yeah. So when I was with him, I was always thinking like this will never become something 
because he's been with someone for since he was year eight. Yeah. And I'll never be her. Yeah. I'll never know him as well as her. How can you move forward with that? I don't think I could move forward with that. I do know he, he now has a girlfriend and it seems like they're really happy and I'm so, like, happy for him and her. She, she, she's snagged a great guy. Yeah. But, um... But do you reckon there's always, like, I feel like if you've been together that long and say you're, like, what, they got together when they were 13, so they're, what, like, 26 or whatever. Do you ever, do you reckon they'd get to that point being like, well, what's the point of breaking up now? I have a feeling <laughs> that might have been the case. Like, if you've been together that long, you'd be like, well, like, mm. you know, like, I just feel like it's, it's a long time. It is a long time. And then if you did, I reckon it wouldn't have killed them, though, at, like, 21, little gap year. Like, part your ways. Yes. Go travel by yourself and then come back and see how you feel. Because I reckon if they did that at, like, 21, it could have saved their relationship for longer. Oh, you heard it here first. If you're listening, Jack. There you go. You should have done what Nicholas said. But don't you reckon that? Because that's such a pivotal time, like, 18 to 21. I reckon if you have that, you need some alone time during that time. I totally agree because I was with my boyfriend from 18 to 23. And so I miss all that fun little slutty stage yep. when you're that when you're out yeah. there experimenting. Your first time clubbing, hooking up with randoms. Yeah, you're taking substances. Yep. You're doing it all. I miss all of that. So when we broke up when I was 23, I had to put that full into gear yep. and get it all out yep. of my system. And I went, I went hard. 100%. I had the best, I had the best time ever. Yep. But I do think, yeah, like – when I was of that age, I definitely wasn't mature enough to be in a relationship. I um, probably would have just preferred to have had fun. And I think 18 definitely can work. Like you can be together forever from 18. Yes. I know a few people that have. But I also feel like you have to really know yourself. Yeah. Or at least experiment the experience the world with your partner for a while. And I also think to get over someone after 13 years, you kind You've of got to get under someone else. Exactly. <laughs> and you also kind of want, or I think I would prefer a traumatic ending to make me hate that person. Absolutely. Because if it's just like amicable, then how do you get over someone? If you're like, they were a lovely guy, we just weren't feeling it anymore. You're never going to get over them. Nah. You need them to like, I don't know. Do something really bad. I do think that this was their problem because I think there was like a little bit of back and forth for years and I think like that was hard for him. Yeah. And there was no like bad moment. But I tell you with you, I want a bad moment. I'll make one up in my head. (laughs) I'll call you a narcissist on a podcast (laughs) just to get over you. (laughs) Just kidding, you actually were. Um, I didn't make that up. Or did I make that up? Am I the narcissist? I wonder that sometimes, Nicolette. You know, don't think about it too much. Don't get into that. Am I? Am I the crazy one? Problem? (laughs) Is it me? Um, Okay. Sex after being in a long-term relationship. I felt when when I was told the long-termness of the relationship, I said that makes sense. Resex, right? With the missionary. I would not know. So (laughs) this is on you. What do you mean? But I want to know what sex is like after being in a long-term relationship. Oh, okay. I can tell you the first time I had sex after getting out of a long-term relationship. It was the best sex of my entire life. <laughs> All right, Zach. You heard it here first. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, not. No, I've had better sex since then. Um, more meaningful, I would say. But this, I also feel like you're in a toxic relationship. That's when it ended. You were like, oh, my God. Rejoice. I, I got out of this relationship and he was the first person I'd ever slept with. And this is bad. And I'd hate to admit it, but I would, I'm an open <laughs> book. <laughs> I didn't wait very long. No. But your your relationship was ended before it was officially it was, ended. It was ended ages ago. It was like four months before you actually called it quits. And yeah. everyone knew it was pretty much ended. Yeah. It, honestly, we could have should have called it quits like three years earlier. But we continued <laughs> and persevered, ups and downs, ins and outs. I waited 24 hours. Thought that was long enough. <laughs> Got it done. Like a Band-Aid. Best yep. thing in the world. 
yeah. was the best. But you already hated him, so it was yeah, fun. yeah, I did. So I was. You weren't crying there with bring of ice I did cream. not. I didn't cry. No. I actually was like hell stoked afterwards, mm-hmm. and I think he probably was the same. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like you. Let's, exactly. Let's go. Um, but I do think it was very nerve wracking having sex the first time after being in a long term relationship because. I knew what he liked. He knew what I liked, yep. even though I didn't really know what I liked because I just liked what he wanted to do because <laughs> it was my first time having sex. So <laughs> I just did that. But I didn't know what other people would like. Never seen other penises. Yeah. You know, all of that. And I think it would be like really hard because you're trying to like get into a groove with like your partner because you're like, you both know you go straight to it, you know what you're doing. Mm. I feel like having to be like, oh, and like tell someone else like what you want would be so weird. Yeah, it was weird. But at the same time. Good. Empowering. Incredible. Love that. And it was very hot. You saw what he looked like. He was he hot. He was hot. We do, did joke that he had a wife and two kids in Queensland. <laughs> yeah, he was very old at the same time. Very do you old. reckon though, that, maybe that was where your fetish for old men started. <laughs> 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 I, love said, I love an old man. I love an old man. Not maybe that old. was the beginning of it. Could have been. Right, moving on. This kind of ties in. Can you ever move on? Um, I think when it's a childhood sweetheart, high school childhood, Jesus, fuck, sorry, high school sweetheart, <laughs> it could be a bit more difficult. Yeah, for sure. But then maybe as like an older adult, if you've met as an older adult, it could be, I don't know. But I guess it would have, yeah, I guess 13 years from year eight to 26 or whatever, or 13 years from 30 to 43. I know f- what would be harder. The, the younger, option the younger. A. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you're experiencing everything. I just feel like you're never going to have anyone that you've experienced literally everything with. Yeah. And that's them. Yeah. Weird. But if his girlfriend is listening, don't worry. It's fine. If anyone's been in this situation, (laughs) I'm sure you'll form a meaningful connection. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. What I'm saying about that is I'm sure he can love (laughs) us. Nah. (laughs) Move on, babe. I think that you can fall in love again and be completely in love with that person, but you never not be in love with your ex. As in, as in you might, you always love them. You might not be in love with them. Like he's always going to love his 13 year old, 13 year old. He will always care, have a soft spot for her and care about her. And he will always love her, but he's just not in love with her. Yes. A hundred percent. So that's what I mean by that. And I just want to clarify, I'm not in love with this person anymore. It was like a, it was like a four month love, love. So I would say lust clarifying now. Include this in the podcast, please, lady. Don't crop this out. <laughs> I very much love my current partner more than anybody I've ever loved in my entire life. Well, he is an ex-professional runner, so. Well, he's an ultramarathon. <laughs> I think that's what he said. I forgot. <laughs> but if anyone does want to know our eating regime, re, pre-rotto swim and on the day, hit us up. Kate's got us on some high fiber fucking. No, nope, we're not what, doing high fiber. What was it we're not shitting during the swim. We are doing... <laughs> Complex carbohydrate. Oh, low fibrous. <laughs> low f- fibrous, <laughs> you moron. <laughs> low fibrous food. Complex what carbohydrate. Did I say fibrous. Fucking <laughs> hell. I will give everyone else the tips. Uh, seeing as the swim's over, I feel like I can share this information with other teams. Uh, what you want the day before is complex carbohydrates. We're talking potato, sweet potato, brown rice. You want a protein source <laughs> paired with that. Otherwise, there is no point. Well, no point in having the carbohydrates and low fat because you don't want your body wasting energy breaking down all the fat. So we're having lean proteins. I was really stoked for the lasagna. And then yeah. <laughs> Kate said, no, nah, lasagna's off the table. This is what we're having. I was like, fuck's sake. But you know what's fine? I'll have a lasagna at the pub. 
Do you know what, Nicolette? You can thank me when we win. Well, I will. And we will win. We will win. So we'll see you on the other side. Bitches. That's it. (laughs) That's all we have time for today. We'll be releasing our podcast weekly. If maybe not, we don't know, on the ins and outs of dating, what not to do. Give us a follow on Spotify. Leave us a review, podcast app. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at DeFacto, where we post pretty much just clips from (laughs) these episodes. Yes. Uh, Potentially, this this is episode number six. Well, technically episode number six of the season. We're missing episode number four. It will come. And you know what? We're not going to tell you. It's just going to rock up. You'll throw it out there. Yeah, throw episode. it out in the world. But I have a feeling the next episode, chronologically after this, but there might be one in between, will be our bonus episode, which is going to be... Uh, <laughs> which will be great. Which will be great. So there we, we go. I had an idea. I can't remember what it was. All right. Well, we're, we're going to something. All right. See you next time. Over, Over and, and out. out. <laughs> see you next time. Over, Over and, and out. out.